Welcome to Shop Girls. This is Harmony Kaplan. Allie is gone today, but that means my favorite shop boy, Grant Whitaker, is here with me. I am always excited to be here. I bet you are. I'm like your shop boy for life now. (laughs) (laughs) You can't get rid of me. We need to make a plaque or something that says shop boy for life. I think you're right. I got your back, girl. Yeah, I'm glad to. You know what? I can't think of anyone who I'd rather have have my back, Grant. That's how it should be. Um, Before we get started with anything, I do want to mention, because I'm excited, at 11.15, Mitch Berthume, who is sort of the queen of pop-ups. She started RAS, the first um, store at the Mall of America that had all local makers in it and all that. And she's doing a very exciting thing with the twins. And anything for me that combines baseball and shopping, that is... It's my dream. What it's like can a home. It's a home run. Oh, good. <laughs> it is indeed. So she will be here at eleven fifteen. And before that, though, we've got several things to talk about. I want to recap a little bit because yesterday I had the pleasure of being at the Art in Bloom fashion show. Now, who did that? I, this new guy in town, <laughs> Granat. I hear he's Granat really Whitaker. I, I hear, think I hear he's really cute. Yeah, oh, adorable. He is. He is adorable. He. Look, I don't know. Here's the thing that I want to say. Um, the show was in a, a gal. Is that considered a gallery or several galleries? It's, or? So it's the show was in at Minneapolis Institute of Arts in the right. Contemporary Gallery. Contemporary Gallery. Yes. And Art and Bloom goes on all weekend through tomorrow. And, it does. And it's a wonderful event. If you haven't been, you certainly want to go. Well, and this year there's 160 artists. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, who have done these interpretations of, you know, floral art of these beautiful pieces of artwork. Right. Well, it's, it's wonderful to see. But so this fashion show, this is what I want to say. Not only was it lovely, the clothes were all from the Galleria. Yes. And Grant obviously put the whole show together and then commentated and all. But everybody had to walk, all the, the models and you, we're continually walking this yes. gallery. I'm we got thinking our steps in. to myself, you, I hope you're really hydrated well. And I also was amazed that without one note, that you know every single piece, where it came from, who the designer was. How do you do that? You know, it's funny because people ask me that all the time. I, I, People have memory for certain things. I never forget what somebody's worn. I can always remember. Really? I can tell people most times what they've had on or what they've worn. And with that, I think it's a process of just, for me, it's kind of the creative process of knowing this piece will go with this piece. This is how it correlates. And that's kind of how I think about it. Like, if you're going to wear something, how are you going to explain what you have on? Yeah. But I mean, I just, I was really impressed, even more than being impressed with all the beautiful clothes that were shown, yes. was the fact that you could keep walking up and down and without one note say, and that top is from Eileen Fisher and this bottom is from this store. And I, I commend you. Well, thank you I so much. Impressed. I appreciate it, it that. Was, it was a lovely show. And all of the clothes are at the gallery. I, all, all the new things. What would you say is the overall look or a, a few of the really big looks you know for it's spring this assuming season, there is spring yeah i i keep using this terminology and i said it yesterday it's it's almost like we have this 90s rehab happening right now mm-hmm. because there's a lot of pattern there's a lot of color there's a lot of kind of color blocking and there's a lot of that how do i mix my patterns and play yeah you know and in some cases those are great lines and then there's also so much branding Again, that's out there, you know, name branding and name recognition and things that are out there. But, you know, overall, the color 
to this season is everywhere. You cannot go into a store and not see pattern or color. Yeah, I love that. And some that. people like it and yeah. some people see, just don't. I love color. So, I, I do mean, too. It's a, it's a good season for yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely. As I sit here in my navy and Well, white, and it's like but... I said to you. I mean, it was there there was that portion and then I left to go to the armory and work on the red carpet for Hope for St. Jude yesterday. Boy, you had a busy day. It did. It was a really wonderful day. I mean, it just everything was colorful about the day. Yeah, I'm it's sure. It's nice to have those days. Yes, absolutely. Well, let's talk also about some of the things that are, are coming up in the city that are kind yes. of exciting. Um, Macy's, you know, they're trying to Speaking remain. Speaking of color. Yes, they're trying to remain um, relevant. Yes. And I think that's a good thing. So they have acquired a company that's called Story. Um, it was a New York-based concept store in 2018, and they have now, they bought it, and they are launching it. They it actually launched this last Wednesday. They sort of kept it quiet okay. until they did it. They've launched it, launched it in 36 of their stores nationwide, one of them being right here at Ridgedale. And according to Macy's, this is how they describe it. They say the the discovery-led narrative experience narrative, yeah, of story gives new customers a fresh reason to visit our stores and current customers reason to come back. And, you know, I guess that's an important thing is to try to bring people in. What this current story is is just every bright color you it is. Imagine. It's an experience again. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what they've done is they've put together partnerships with brands that are color driven, uh, like Crayola and Mac, and Mac Cosmetics. Yeah. So that that they actually have they say what it is. So people understand stories actually a shop within a shop. What I was thinking about years and years ago when I worked at Dayton's um, I can't remember for sure. I believe we called the store Indeed. And it was a department within the store. And it reminded me of this in that they would have all these kind of fun things that you didn't know you needed until you got in there. And then you saw them and you just couldn't live without them. They're great little um, things. For example, in they've got 400 products in story and they're, you know, home men, uh, kids and women. They've got the bath bombs from um, the bomb fizzers, you know, the teenagers from uh, the Twin Cities. So that's kind of nice to know that that they have that. Uh, They also somebody described it as um, an experience, a Macy's experience that feels a lot like a real life version of scrolling through Instagram. And I guess that's maybe a a good way of putting it. But I mean, I I get all that. And I mean, I'm a you know, we talk about this all the time. We're both like black belt shoppers. We're out there. We're shopping. We're looking. You know, I love like the enticing visual aspects of a store. Yeah, because I enjoy the experience. The thing is, in particular, I think with Macy's sometimes for me, what's really interesting is they come up with these concepts, but then the execution sometimes is not what yeah. it should be. Well, because the photos look great. Yes. You know, I was familiar. We had talked to uh, like we had talked about story when that first came yeah. on the map. And, yeah. we, and that sounded like such a great experience. Yeah. And then they go in and they grab up these concepts. They throw them into the store. But one, there's no one there to help you with the concept. Well, supposedly that's going to change I, I mean the idea is I, in fact I think it's interesting this one woman that was quoted who works for them she is called Macy's brand experience officer oh, well, good. so maybe they're 
realizing, you know, if they want. Because I could have people, a few words for her. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> we won't talk about that right now. But anyway, this color story is running through June 26th. And then they'll come up with another story. Well, and as we're talking about it, I will say it's beautiful. The merchandising is beautiful. The product idea is really beautiful. And of course, I mean, I want these stores to succeed. So well, I, I want it to be. Do. Sure. Yeah. I hope this goes really I th- well. I think anything that's new and fun and kind of innovative and, and makes people, you know, come in instead right. of sitting at their computer. And if anything to be, I mean, this is shop girls. We can be a little critical and based on the fact that we want these stores to, just to right. succeed. And, but we also want to look at the experience. Yeah, I had hoped to get over there this week, but of course, then the snow. I'm going came. to go over there actually because it is. Yeah. I think it is enticing. Oh, yeah. I would love oh, to absolutely. see it. Absolutely, absolutely. Plus, I'm a colorful person. I like a little I've color. I've noticed that with your red hat on right now. <laughs> um, the other big news, and I remember probably a year or two ago when you were here doing the show with me, and we were talking about where you get really good winter absolutely. coats. Absolutely. And this we was talked one of the mentions. About, exactly. We talked about Canadian Goose. And it's a, a Canadian retailer. And it's luxury. I it mean, is. these are not inexpensive coats. Not at coats, all. But gorgeous. But they are opening for the first time in Minnesota. They will be opening a retail store at the Mall of America sometime this fall or winter. Um, and they've only got four stores in the U.S. So this is a really big deal that they are coming here and they'll be located on level one west they'll be i think near nordstrom and they've got uh, a great look I, I think the most interesting thing is that they will feature a cold room I love in that. the store yeah they say it's an immersive room which temperatures will drop as low as 13 below for shoppers to test the warmth of the parkas now really all they have to do is step outside on just about any given day <laughs> right. they don't need the cold room in, in minnesota but anyway they're they're allowing guests to test their outerwear outerwear in polar like atmosphere so it will make for the perfect experience they say you know i love that they're coming here i mean it's a really really great brand i talk about them often i also you know i've got a little rebuttal to that because i think there are stores that we have supported for so many years who have carried their product Yes, absolutely. You know, like yeah. we, we were at the gallery where we were talking to Trailmark at one period of time, of course, because they were such great supporters of those coats. Yeah. I hope they also continue to and, excel. And they say they will have summer kind of things. They'll have raincoats and blazers and stuff so that it does make sense for them to be here all year round. So anyway, those are two kind of exciting new retail concepts that are happening. Um, we have to take a quick break. And when we get back, Mitch Perfume will be here to talk baseball and shopping. So don't go away. Welcome back to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. This is Harmony Kaplan, and I'm here today with Grant Whitaker, and we are excited. So excited. Because Mitch Perfume is here. And maybe you don't know her name, but I know you know her work. Right? I hope so. Okay. And right now she is doing something that, as I said earlier, you know, when you combine baseball and shopping, you've got me. You know, that's all I need. I'm, I'm a happy girl then. But before we actually... And she's t- a picky girl. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> before we actually talk about that, just quickly let people know what what you do in general. Because you do a lot. Well, I uh, my primary occupation yes. is really working with local brands. Um, yeah. and, and it really started with the Fairbaugh Woolen Mill, which we reopened. Right. Um, after it had been closed down for a few years and a group of us went in, including your husband, Harmony, yes, Joel, that's right. um, who was just the best contributor as a consultant, um, 
and we reopened Fairbow. And through that time, you guys were talking about story earlier. And we were in story when they were the store in Chelsea. And uh-huh. then they called me and said, we know you sell your blankets to all these local boutiques. Do you have any suggestions for us as we're opening? So now that they're in Macy's, it's kind of exciting yeah. to think back that for some reason, this blanket lady was the person that they were reaching <laughs> right, out absolutely. to for brands. But so you've been doing this for a long time and really working with local brands. I was saying that you really started RAS I did. at Mall of America, mm-hmm. which was all the local brands. But I think that this project is one of the most exciting that you've done. So explain Gate 34 okay. for our listeners. And you're right, it is. I, I'm like you, Harmony. Yes. You know, we're both big baseball fans in yes, the first place. Absolutely. So um, I got a call from the Minnesota Twins last August. They wanted you to play first base, They right? did, they did. They were bringing me up from the minors. <laughs> and uh, since Joe Maurer was retiring, yeah, I was going right. to fill that space. Oh, okay, perfect. Um, so anyway, the Twins called me. And, and truthfully, for I, I've worked with wonderful organizations and all these locals and just have had a pretty exciting career. But that call was, was kind of the creme de la creme. I, I was kind of like a kid. And I'm sure. It, it was really fun. And so, um, you know, they said we've been paying attention to the locals and we really want to embrace that within our ballpark. Mm -hmm. So we started talking and they brought me on to curate. Um, They did a build out right inside of gate 34, where I believe like 61 percent of the fans come through this gate. Right. And I didn't realize until home opener that they really meant that 61 percent of the fans come through. And I didn't realize that it was inside. Yes. I thought it was outside. But, I mean, you actually go in the gate, and then that's where this right market there. is. Right there. Um, and so they, they did a build-out. It's absolutely uh, breathtaking. It's mm-hmm. six bays that are each one an individual garage door, so the brands can close down at oh, night. okay. They're heated for uh, this kind of weather. Uh-huh. And that also helps draw the fan base into the marketplace sure. to warm up a little bit yeah. during the game. Right. And I am garnered with curating three local makers or retailers. And then um, Delaware North, who is the management arm of the Minnesota Twins Target Field, they are the food arm. And so okay. they curate the food brand. So there's three food and three retailers. At so this is each home series. Okay. Each th- so whoever is there will be there for the series. entire series. Exactly. Okay. And this is every, so every home stand, there'll be, will there be new vendors each time? So this, this series that I'm leaving you to go to the ballpark when we yes. kill the Detroit Tigers today of and course. tomorrow. Yeah. Um, we have, um, Create Laser Arts, Homegrown Company, and Chronicles of Yarnia as far as retail. Oh, I love the name. It's darling. She has just adorable knit knit products. They leave and move out tomorrow night, and then we have the wonderful, marvelous women of Six for Good who's opening a store in Rosedale on right. Thursday night. Yeah. So they will be in the series from Monday to Thursday night. Oh, So when you're okay. starting a process like this, how does the curation process start? Well, I'm like you said initially, I'm extremely particular about who I curate and how I curate. So m- my rule of thumb is really I find a, a startup brand that n- nobody has known of, like right. a spinning wild harmony. Oh, who, yes. Cotton candy Fabulous. brand. Right. Cotton yeah. candy. Who brand. I found at a little street festival. I remember when you found them two yeah. years ago. 
And then I do a give back brand. I always involve a community give back brand like a still kicking or a through Jimmy's eyes whose son has autism and he's a phenomenal artist and, and Peg, his mother does all these beautiful handbags from his artwork and paintings. And then I do, um, I try to do a more of a heritage brand like a Fairbow Woolen Mill mm-hmm. or a Frost River from Duluth is coming in with their leather and their canvas bags or a Sanborn Canoe. Um, so there's a variety. There's a variety. Yeah. And there isn't multiple of the same category. I always make sure that when a brand is there, they're going to be focused on it's one jewelry brand. It's right. one pottery brand. So here's my question. If I'm at the game. And I go in and I shop, obviously, you know, like if it's a little bottle of perfume, I can put it in my purse. What if we're dealing with bigger items? Oh, the practical shopper. Yeah, I am. I'm being practical. No, I get that. Yeah, it is a great question. So um, we are implementing a process. And, you know, it's so interesting when you're dealing with the magnitude of a target field and a twins baseball organization and major league baseball and players unions. And lots of people. There's just so much that you don't even realize um, to consider, sure. but we're trying to implement a process where if you see something harmony and you really like it, like Fairbow was in last week, yeah, and people came after the game. We're open a half hour after the game, and they said we dreamt about this blanket throughout the whole game, and we were praying you'd still be here when okay. we left. Love that. Yeah. But we're going to do kind of a package pickup where. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Yes. If, I mean, because that would make sense to me. Exactly. You so you don't have to after. schlep it back to your seat. Yeah. And you want it's to pay hard attention if you've got a game. hot dog in one hand and, you know, a exactly. blanket in the other. So know. we want to make everything as seamless for the fans as possible. So when you're thinking about, because you've talked a little about the curation process, what's that next customer layer that you're always thinking about with those vendors or that experience? Well, I think, you know, you always want to be able to have something that's going to be um, really significant and special to the fan. And when you're dealing with a fan base like the Twins who have people who buy sweets for the season and then families who are so excited to get to the ballpark with their family and possibly can't afford that type of ticket to sit in the Champions Club... There's a mix of everything that sure. the twins offer, which I think is just really yeah. They wonderful. have that new ticket. They the, do the forty nine dollars. They do, for, yeah, that you can get into any game, certain areas that you can sit. Yeah, you know, it's it's a great idea. My other question is, how do people pay? How, how, how are they going to pay for? They what pay they, right to the vendor. But do they pay? Can they take credit cards? Yes, credit they, and cash. Okay, right, so, right yes. to the vendor. That's so great. Yeah. And and we have a mixture um, of everything so that people can afford uh, something to take home from sure. the market. I think what's so great is that it's different ones all the time, too. So that's kind of exciting for even season ticket holders who it's are there the all the time. It's on the Major League Ballpark app, you guys. Mm-hmm. So it's really fun how people will come up to the market and say, hey, I saw in the Ballpark app that Create Laser Arts is here today. Yeah. And so your husband's listed for Father's Day weekend. Yes, I'll be working. I'll I be know, working. I'm so in the excited. Booth. I can't. So wait. also in doing this business, do you do you enjoy having artists and and vendors reach out to you? Oh, I just I had three this morning. Mitch, can you oh, meet sure. me next week and come to my studio and help me with my assortment which or is, my margins? Which or, is good for you oh, and for them. It's heartwarming. It's the Mitch. It, we have just like thirty seconds. Tell us quickly though, because I know you're also going to be doing a project with Keg and Case. I am in St. Paul. I am. 
p.m. Which is a food hall. Yes. Fabulous. Yes. And just quickly tell us what so you're going to be doing So there's an element of indoor curation that I will be doing. And then um, there's something else that's a big surprise that's going to be coming down the road in Ooh. the summer. I know. I, I oh. hate that passive-aggressive Minnesota yeah. behavior. But well, but it's something to tuned. look forward to. It's exciting. To, so that's great. Well, I think it's just really exciting. I can't wait to get over to the ballpark. Funnest project I've ever done. I bet it is. And really. congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. And thanks for do supporting. Get, do you get to watch the game? Oh, well, you know, it's funny because the Minneapolis police came in last week and I'm watching the game on my app. And he's like, you're in the ballpark. And I said, I know, but I want to see the customers at the market. So (laughs) It's hard to be two places at once. that business part of me and then that true fan part of me. Well, thank you a million. I think that it's going to be a big success. I hope everybody gets out to see a Twins game and to do a little shopping. And thanks for coming in to talk to us. And when we get back, it's going to be time for Whose Look Is It Anyway? So don't go away. Welcome back to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Harmony Kaplan here today with Grant Whitaker. Everybody's just a flying by. Everybody's then. favorite shop boy. You almost interrupted when I was giving you a compliment. Oh, listen to you push it today. <laughs> Someone's got to be in charge, Grant. That's just the way it is. Um, Grant was all excited for questions, and I told him he's got to wait. But just she, so that you she know. She checked me, boo. I did. <laughs> but if you have questions, I mean, if you really are dying to ask a question, you can call in. I just love questions. But I know you, you do. You have a lot of them of me I at have all a times. lot of questions. The question is, do you have the answers? Anyway, but we do take questions at noon. Um, so if you want to jot the number down, if you don't know it, it's 651-641-1071. You can always email us at mytalk1071.com, the Shop Girls page. And of course, at Twitter, it's at Ally Shops and at Harmony Kaplan. So there's no end to the way you can ask questions. I have a question now, though. Do you really? I do, because it's that time in the show when we look at something we talk about it and mm. we say, whose look is it anyway? Give me she's wearing that outfit. It's time for the shop girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose look is it anyway? Okay. So Scarlett Johansson. Who's a fave of mine. Well, she's quite lovely. You know, she she's really, still going with Colin Jost. Yeah, she's a really gorgeous yeah. woman. Um, she went to the London premiere of Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. Do you care about that movie? I do. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'll I try. like a little action. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, <laughs> that is not my business. Anyway, she was wearing um, an ensemble by Tom Ford that... Uh, they described in, I think it was Who, What, Where. I think that was where I was reading I this. have a correction to make. Oh, what oh, what they, what they, they weren't do sure if it was custom, but that Tom Ford has a similar piece. Well, no, it still was by him. Oh, it still was. Yes, it's just that they don't know if this was custom, but they have a similar one. Got it, that got is, it. Never correct me. Oh, lady. Oh, my God. How could you think I could ever make well, a mistake? Well, you know, I'm a fashion queen. I was just making sure. I'm glad you did. But I did check on that. Anyway, okay. So all you could say about this is that they described it as business chic suit on the right and a daring bustier on the left. I'm now, all about it. since you are the maven with, you know, doing fashion shows... 
explain the outfit for our listeners. We will post this on yes. our on our Shop Girls page, but explain how this looks. Can you? So we'll we'll start from the bottom. The pants are very well fitted, very nice. Yes, looks like it's got a little bit of shine to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, the jacket, but then the jacket. Okay, so the jacket is one part sleeveless on the one side. The other one has a full length sleeve, and then it's really like proportioned to the body. So you're seeing a little bit of the half boob on one side. Uh, yeah, you're, you're and then leaving the other out side. the important stuff. Well, I mean, it is. I mean, I mean on the one side, it looks like she has half of a tuxedo jacket. Exactly. Basically, with the lapel and the long sleeve. On the other side, not so much. I was given the pretty description. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it's sleeveless and then just covers her boob. Partly. Partly. And then it's like high-waisted. You it's see a little this. Janet Jackson at the Super Bowl. Okay, yeah, that's another way of talking about it. But it's also very fit to the body. Yeah. The other thing that, you know, people talk about all the time is this whole, they call it the um, red carpet, no shirt trend. And they said this kind of goes along with that look. It does. Um, Because there's a lot of, Miley Cyrus does that all the time. All the jackets with nothing under it. Yes. I just think if there wasn't Hollywood tape, I don't know what these women would do. Well, this is really interesting, though, because it's part bustier built into the coat. Yes, this is. Yeah, this is different. But I mean, all of those jackets that they're all wearing that just seem to stay in place. Yes. And you know they wouldn't without the tape. No, and I think there's there's you know there's a lot of construction too. You just never know either what's going on underneath the coat. Is there boning in the coat? Is there any of that to make it form? This, of course, has a little bit of corsetry in it. I think she looks. um, She looks. Great for the red carpet. I don't. Do I really love the outfit? No. I would say if 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 it was an option to me, I would put it in a show. Would I style a client with it? No. Yeah, that's the difference. You know what it reminded me of too. I guess I was just reading today about Victor Victoria. They're yes. doing the play. Yeah, and it absolutely. reminded me that it would have been a perfect outfit for that. One hundred percent. How do you like that? It's we, it's yes. boy on the other side. Yeah, ladies' party on the other side. Yeah, kind of interesting. Yes. Okay. So. Well, so we're, we'll give it a eh, we'll half give, thumbs up. I'll give it a seven. Oh, you're going to do it that way. Yeah, a seven okay, out of ten. Okay, I'll I'll make it a six. Okay. okay. I'm all about a good waistline, though. Well, I am, too. I just haven't had one for years. That's the only problem. <laughs> but anyway, okay, we move on. Okay. Another look that seems to be coming out everywhere is what they call the rainbow look. Mm. And they have been showing this in everything from fine jewelry collections, Gucci jackets and bags, Balenciaga t-shirts, Gucci um, shoes, yes, too. rainbow glitter wedges, um, Fashion Nova mm-hmm. at the other end of the spectrum yes. has been showing all kinds of uh, d- designs with rainbow looks. Um, There's a lot and, of tuxedo striped rainbow pants right now too. Okay, and what? They are saying is that the history of rainbows in fashion has, you know, gone on for years that Salvador, uh, Salvatore uh, Ferragamo made rainbow platform sandals for Judy Garland in the 1930s. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is not like something that's new, but it's really out there right now. And one of the um, people who is involved, she's a direct to consumer jewelry, has a jewelry brand that is called The Last Line, says it's kind of part of the Kidulting, right? Movement. It is. Yes. The whole idea of you know it's just fun and kind of childlike mm-hmm. to show all of these rainbow 
colors. And the other thing that is thought is that there is a lot to be said. The popularity seems to come out more um, because it, it gives people this feeling of happiness and joy and that it also can be a reaction against what they call the post-recession dominance of minimalism and also the anxiety of modern life. Now, that's putting a lot of pressure on rainbows. Well, I also... What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think that's too much therapy within your fashion, right? (laughs) It's like either wear it or don't wear it. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because I... I'm I'm just I'm not about the rainbow fashion. I mean, I'm, you know, I it, But yet you love color. I do, but yeah. it's like it also shows up so much through like the the pride network of things, you know, there's so yes. much rainbow yes. that's out right. there, and I think sometimes people over associate it with that. If it's I'm all for it if it's a really good cut and it's a more minimalistic statement. Yeah. When you see it in chunky shoes, not so much. Yeah. When you see it in a swimsuit, maybe not so much. I will say there are a couple of really great kind of bedazzled Gucci sneakers that are out there that with little hints of it, Mm -hmm. I'm okay with that. Or what about adding, like if you were wearing something very plain or basic and then adding, you know, some kind of rainbow look in, you know, either a sweater or jewelry or something. Well, I was at Katy Perry last Sunday and she came out at the end. She She was great. I'm sure she She came out at the end in the most beautiful rainbow like high fashion cape. Oh, you know, really? like a real yeah. woman's fashion cape that was done in all rainbow. And I will say, now that was pretty gorgeous. Yeah. So I think it's Depends about how you. it's done. Exactly. I think you have to underplay it. Yeah, I think that's probably good advice. Mix it with a good neutral. Okay. Well, right along those same lines, the other thing that seems to be big for spring is bright manicures. Yeah. And using neon, there's a there's a real nail art trend that's using sort of fluorescent colors. Yes. Um, tangerine and magenta and doing an ombre fade. But I mean, really, not even just having like bright orange nails, but maybe half the nail is orange. Yeah. I and saw half that. of it is magenta. Yeah. Um, what do you think of that? I kind of like it. I do too. I like Is that it. wrong to like Well, because that? I think that's a place where women should play within their nails. If you're going out to have your nails groomed, yeah. that's wonderful. Then you should be able to do whatever color you want. Well, I, you know, the thing is, I have to admit, I rarely do manicures because I swear they never last. But, you know, if it's a special occasion, yeah, I'll do absolutely. it. And I do think that having that kind of bright look on your nails is really fun. I it's think- fun. It looks clean. I think it looks friendly and it's a good, I think it's a good statement. I loved these images. I think are really beautiful. Yeah, I do too. I think I hope, are we going to have any of those on um, the page? Yes. They're okay. already posted. Oh, so you are just so on <laughs> Go top check of them things. out. Okay. Yeah. Cause they are kind of fun. And if you mm-hmm. are looking for a new idea for spring for your manicure, you might want to go that way. Um, Very quickly, I want to mention before we uh, have to take a break, Rent the Runway, which we have talked about a lot and women have been using it for a long time, starting April 15th, so that's Monday, they are going to be renting out kids' clothing as well, as well as offering for adults. Um, It's part of their package, their membership package. So you, they now can uh, rent Let's see, members will have the option to rent more than four items at a time Mm -hmm. for an additional fee. And it ranges from $25 to $39. 
per item on their membership thing. But the the styles are more for party birthdays, things like that. The kind of things that it's kind of a shame to buy for kids because they wear them once and, and they then they out outgrow them. them. And so right now they're only going to be available in sizes three Y to twelve Y, but they hope to be, you know, getting more sizes. You know, they, they already have done a thing with um, West Elm. They yes. branched out in that way. So I think Rent, Rent the Runway knows what they're doing, and they seem to be kind of yeah, I mean, taking I'm, over. I'm surprised. I mean, the company started in 2009. I'm surprised that it's taken them this long. To, I mean, to do kids? Whenever you are looking at something that's a, an in-style or a style report on TV, it, there's the constant push of children's designer clothing being so expensive right. and unobtainable for most kids. So yeah. I think this is such a smart idea. I do too. So anyway, that's going to start And who doesn't want their kids Monday. to look good? Yeah, you do. And yet then, and they, you know, they take care of the cleaning and the shipping. I tell you, my mom would have been all over that. I'm sure. I had yes. the best clothes as a kid. I bet you did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Oh, we have to take another break. I don't know. They don't like us to talk much. They just want us to keep taking breaks. Um, but when we come back, we're going to talk about some of the celebrities and things that they're all doing in the beauty and fashion industry so you're going to want to stay tuned for that so um we'll take a little break and more shop girls right after this that's imagine dragons and this is not this is harmony kaplan and you are listening to shop girls on my talk 1071 grant whitaker is here with me today and we've just covered so much already i can't even believe it i know a time just flies doesn't yeah it? it does when it's all about shopping exactly that's <laughs> shopping and baseball okay um i had said before the break that we've got a lot of news about uh celebrities mm-hmm. and their beauty lines and fashion lines it, it Which always is constant it is it always amazes me how many of them wind up getting into uh the field and Michelle Pfeiffer, who is certainly not somebody that you think of no, as being all. in the beauty business, not that she's not beautiful enough, God knows, but you just don't see her much and you don't you know, hear from her that much. She's 60 and boy, does she make 60 look good. She does make oh, 60 look really beautiful. good. She's always been beautiful. Yeah. But she is, uh, she has now. Uh, created. She's a beauty brand found, founder. She's introduced her first ever line of scents, as in S-C-E-N-T-S. Yeah. Um, she said she's always been obsessed with fragrances, but she didn't wear them for a long time because of all the chemicals in perfumes. You know, I know about that in cosmetics. I guess I never had really thought about that in terms of I haven't either. Perfumes. And I'm a fragrance person. Yeah. But she said her her line is called Henry Rose. I love that. Named for her kids. Yes. Um, but she said the line of sense is uh, is dedicated to 100% clean ingredients. It's taken her almost 10 years to do this. So I guess she's really been, you know, serious about well, getting this done. Well, I'm very passionate stunt. about it. Yes, absolutely. Um, and she said she picked the hardest beauty product to make, and nobody told her that until she got started on it. But she said, you know, when she was doing a totally clean fragrance, that's, you know, what what happens. But she's very proud of this now, and she's teamed up with, and I never even heard of these organizations, International Flavors and Fragrances, and they make the formulas with cradle-to-cradle certification. Okay, Hmm. so I mean, I guess you really have to know what you're doing with. Well, you do because first of all, you're you're trying to. It's not only how they mix and mesh for that perfect scent, 
but it's the chemistry of will it last, will it not last? How is it going to meet with your body chemistry? Right. And she's got five different scents. They are not inexpensive. They're $120 a bottle. And you can purchase them at henryrose.com. But what I think she's doing that makes sense, because unless they're going to be out in stores soon, I could not find any information yet about them being in stores. You can get a sample of all five fragrances for $20. To me, that would make much more sense. uh, The other kind, I guess. Um, Because then you can try them and see what you really like before you really lay down the big bucks. Well, I mean, the packaging is very simple. It's very pretty. It looks very luxury. You know, I think that's what it's intended to be. But yeah, I mean, that's a great way. It's also a good way for them to make money if you just want to get that sample. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, that's what she's doing. And then not to be outdone, uh, Ariana Grande is adding another scent. Did you know she had a perfume collection? I didn't until I I read this article. I I like her, though. I like her, too, but why doesn't she just sing? Thank you, next. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what she's going to do, is turn that into uh, a fragrance. She's filed a trademark with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office under the name Ariana Grande. Thank you, next. Uh, For an eau de cologne, eau de parfum, and eau de toilette, which... We all know the difference, right? I always wonder what, I'm like, (laughs) as I was reading that, I kept thinking, is it a sweet scent? Is it a strong scent? What would that be? Yeah, I don't know. But um, she's not going to stop there because she's also put in an application, application for a number of other beauty products like body lotions and bath gels and body scrubs and Well, she's creating a very specific pearlized bath bomb right now, too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's great. I mean, she's young. She should be doing those kinds of things. Okay, but someone who isn't as young, how do you like that for a segue? Oh. Uh, but is got kind of a whole new life going, is Celine Dion. Yeah. And she's going to start out on I a world tour. I love this story. Tour. Yeah. Um, do you, did you know what OG stood for when they said it's not old Celine, not new Celine, but the OG Celine? It's the original gangster. You got it, baby. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she has a new job. Because she is going to be a new face of L'Oreal Paris. And uh, they hadn't officially announced it, but she was seen in Paris wearing a sweatshirt that said, I'm worth it. Kind of gave a little hint right there. But at the press conference, I just love, she said, L'Oreal Paris has been the biggest beauty brand in the world for over 100 years. When they asked me, I never thought in my whole life it would be possible, especially not when I was young and not feeling confident, not pretty, having problems with my teeth, very skinny. I never thought, that L'Oreal Paris was going to ask me at 51 to become an ambassador. But I think it's smart of them. And I, you know, think she'll do a good job. Well, she was not a very pretty young girl. I mean, she really became that star and she's an odd beauty, but in a good way. I think she's great for this brand though. Yeah, I think she is too. And her recent Instagram posts and her photos are amazing. Oh, well, she has embraced couture like no one I've ever seen. It's amazing And she can wear it. Um, The other thing I want to mention quickly uh elizabeth and james which is the uh mary kate and ashley Ashley olsen brand that's Mm -hmm. been out since 2007 was an expensive brand very expensive but but they have now announced an exclusive partnership with kohl's and this will be their whole new thing 
Um, they say this will make the product line, it'll, they will be selling it through the American retailer, both in stores and online. They'll continue to create the product line, although, uh, you know, there will be people from Kohl's involved. Yes. And it'll show up in Kohl's stores for the 2019 holiday season. And they are real excited because they say this is kind of a whole new era. Well, it'll give people the opportunity to have some pieces that are, are affordable for them. Yeah. Because it's a great, it is a really great brand, really great cuts, but it yeah. is very pricey. And Kohl's has, you know, they've got Nine West, they've got Pop Sugar at Kohl's, Elsie uh, Laura, Lauren Conrad, and Simply Vera, Vera Wang. That they do. So that's what's going on. We've got a whole other hour of Shop Girls coming up, so don't go away.